how long are you going to talk about Aaron Rodgers? How come every day is Aaron Rodgers? Want to know why? Because it's the best, most dramatic sports soap opera we have ever experienced. As the cheese turns. This portion brought to you today by... FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. And by Lawler and Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. Ah, yes, another installment of As the Cheese Turns. By the way, did you hear Evan yesterday say that that was lame? That we probably could have uh, we could have done a, a better job of coming up with a creative name for this Packers soap opera? I was offended. We I put the, the cheese keeps turning, baby. I put three whole minutes of work into that. Okay? I had my top production guy work on it, <laughs> which may or may not be you. <laughs> and it shows. The latest installment comes from CBS Radio last night, where former Packers fullback and teammate of Aaron Rodgers, John Kuhn, had this to say about the uh, very, very frustrated quarterback of the Packers. Have you talked to Aaron? I have talked with Aaron Rodgers, and, and I, I won't say exactly what we talked about. I, I will say um, he's he's conflicted because this man loves to play the game of football. This man loves to be a Green Bay Packer, and this man truly sees careers. He's watched friends leave. He watched Brett Favre's career um, towards the end. He's watched all these things play out in front of his eyes. He's taken notes throughout his entire career he's seen um some situations that that didn't feel were done or or finished the way that they could or should have and he's just trying to take his own destiny within his own hands and to that effect i actually admire him because not many players in the nfl have that opportunity i sure as heck didn't uh, I, I played until everybody told me you can't play anymore and it's a humbling feeling and Aaron Rodgers has an opportunity to try and, you know, take a little bit of that power back. So he hasn't ruled out a return to Green Bay is what you're telling me. Absolutely not. He oh. is, he, I, I still believe there is an opportunity at a, at a resolution here. It's and turning. I just think it, it's, it's going to take two men that are dug in right now and <sighs> trying to meet in the middle somewhere where they're both happy. The cheese is spitting right now i mean john round and round john coon what a script writer he is because you know what he's doing this is perfect this is what you do in hollywood you dangle you dangle for the fans you draw their interest in you give them hope before the inevitable end john coon is brilliant there is a chance a chance that he comes back to the green bay packers and john coon has talked to aaron Rodgers. I mean, he, he spoke to Aaron Rodgers. Brett Favre played the same position with him as the same team. We heard from him yesterday. Like, all this stuff keeps... I feel like I'm watching Law & Order. Like, I feel like I'm stuck. Because at the end of every Law & Order, you just... You want that... Dick Wolf gets you every time. You want that next episode. This, I can't wait for the next episode. This actually brings an interesting question. Um, in Law & Order, what did you perform more? When it was the detectives, their portion of the show, or the courtroom portion of the show with the lawyers? The detectives. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me a lot too. more. Yeah. I liked uh, I liked Lenny a lot. I don't know any of their names. I just know when it's once it's on, like I have I have to turn off the TV before I watch three minutes. Because if you get caught into it, which they do with even just the uh-huh. score behind the uh-huh. the show, you're in and you can't just watch one episode. 
because it just instantly dick will bring you into the next episode. And you're like, wait, what's happening? Who's getting killed or bad things happening to them? I need to know. I can't tell you how many days I have wasted uh, getting caught up on a TNT Law & Order marathon. And it doesn't matter what Law & Order. Even it's ones you've seen order. before. Know, like, I've seen the one with the, the runway model and then the <laughs> boyfriend shoots her. And I'm like, well, actually, he doesn't. It ended up being uh, the uh, photographer. Uh, Who would have thought? Yes, yes, but, course. you know, they led the way where yeah. I thought it was the boyfriend, sure, but sure, it wasn't. Sure. Sure. I've seen that like eight times, but every time I'm like, maybe someone else did it this time. You never know. You never know. The cheese but, keeps turning. Yeah, but man, Lenny. Uh, but then there's also this. There's this. Paul Paps, Dan Patrick <laughs> Show, tweeted the following because they had Adam Schefter on today. Uh, he retweeted Adam Schefter's now famous tweet from six days ago. If you recall it, Red Reigning MVP Aaron Rodgers, so disgruntled with the Packers. He's told some within the organization he doesn't want to return to the team. That's mm. what sparked everything. Paul Paps retweeted that and then tweeted the following two hours ago. We have Adam Schefter on now. He said that this was not a breaking report, but an accumulation of information. He added Aaron Rodgers and Rodgers camp was not the source of the story. He told us he chose to post this on draft day, but it's based on info since the season ended to draft day. So this is deep seated. This has it. been going on for quite some time. Schefter's lying. You think Schefter's lying? I think it, the information may have come for a long time, but I think they wanted them to release it on draft day. And now they look bad, so now they're telling Schefter, hey, if you want more information from us, you're going to say it's not from us. If if Adam Schefter did purposely save it until draft day, uh, he, he had planned to save it until draft day, but he had all these things in his arsenal like up to two weeks before. Is that sketchy? Yeah, and if I'm the NFL, I'm telling my team, stop stop giving Schefter the information. And that's I love Schefter. I love his work, and I... Probably, I love Schefter. I'd be lost on this show if I didn't have his Twitter well, feed to read before I, the show. I'll say this. I love what Schefter did from a pure content standpoint because doing that on draft day was brilliant. I mean, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, but, but not good for the NFL. Probably not good for the NFL. Um, but I wonder, though, too, if it was the perfect place to put it coming off of the news that the 49ers had offered up Jimmy G in the third pick to the Packers and tur- the Packers turned it down. You were once a respected reporter. What, a long time ago. So would you think that's right, though, to hold it for that moment? And then the report comes out, the Niners one. Is that the right time to then release it? Coquel, I want to tell you something about modern-day reporting, okay? I like retweets. I like clicks. And would it have been the right thing to do to hold it? No. Would I have done it? Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I mean, Adam Schefter, he's a personality as well as a reporter. Is Adam Schefter having all this Rogers information and waiting until draft day to report it, as he said on Dan, uh, on Dan Patrick, is is he him holding that? Is that shady? 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. Adam Schefter, sketchy for holding the Aaron Rodgers news until draft day. Here's what I think about this. Yes, journalistically, it's sketchy. From a content standpoint, from an ESPN standpoint, from a who he works for standpoint, brilliant. And from a what it's done to Packers fans, hilarious. But what about from an NFL-ESPN partnership standpoint? The NFL's probably not thrilled because it completely overshadowed their draft coverage. And uh, all, Although it did bring more eyes. Every pick because, I was into it. Because people were wondering if there was going to be some sort of trade on draft night that was going to... I would say that it almost probably helped ratings. Like, the NFL's probably not happy that it potentially took away from the rookies that were drafted and their product, but I think more eyeballs probably tuned into the product because there was... 
the potential that future Hall of Famer and reigning MVP Aaron Rodgers was going somewhere other than Green Bay on draft night. We legitimately thought, and it's not just Schefter, because Florio jumped right on board. He has a relationship, NBC, NFL. Um, he could fall in that same boat. Uh, NFL Network, Ian Rappaport. I mean, Ian Rappaport works for the NFL, Coquel, and he was jumping on with uh, corroborating information. Adam Schefter, sketchy for holding that until draft day with Aaron Rodgers. He knew this from the end of the season to draft day. He knew Aaron Rodgers was upset. He knew what he had told teammates. He knew that Aaron Rodgers had told teammates that he didn't want to come back to the Packers, and he waited until draft day. Good idea or sketchy on Adam Schefter's part? 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN, and you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. Kelly is in Palm Beach Gardens. Hey, Kelly. What's up, fellas? How you doing today? Good, bud. Good. Yeah, I think it's absolutely brilliant. And I'm a Dodgers fan because a lot of uh, – I'm a Dolphins fan mm-hmm. because I'm here, but my, my family's from um, Milwaukee, so I love the Packers. But I thought it was brilliant for Chessie, but also for the NFL draft. I thought it brought a lot more attention, and uh, I thought it was a brilliant move. You know, from a, a pure – eyeballs standpoint i mean i i have to agree with you because again journalistically journalistically mm. and content entertainment are two wildly different things and adam schefter has to toe that line of being an entertainer and a journalist he got all the journalistic information he as an entertainer made the conscious decision to put it out there enhance his brand espn's brand and the more i talk about it kelly i think you're right it definitely i think the NFL was already going to be front and center, but that was like worldwide headline. I mean, the NFL truly became global on that first night of the draft with the potential of Aaron Rodgers moving teams. It, it, it might have been sketchy, but I think it and it ended up being a good business decision. And I think it brought a lot of intrigue to that second pick, you know, the yeah, third pick or whatever, totally. because there wasn't a lot going on. Yep. Well, as soon as we found out, and appreciate the call, Kelly, as soon as we found out, because if you recall, Coquel, on this show, we saw the initial tweet. It actually first came from the radio voice of the Minnesota Vikings, Paul Allen, on his radio show up in Minneapolis that uh, the 49ers had offered the Packers Jimmy G, third number three overall pick, some players on the roster in exchange for Aaron Rodgers, and the Packers said no. We thought that was interesting. We sort of laughed. Like, well, at least he gave it a shot, San Fran. Not knowing at that point yet that, wait a minute, Aaron Rodgers wanted the Packers to do that deal. So I wonder, too, if Paul Allen's report maybe tipped Adam Schefter's hand. Yeah, that's what I was just about to ask you. Do you think that because that report came out, Schefter's like, well, now I have to release it? I think so. Because when we break news at ESPN Top 63, like John I. Leonard hiring Casey Beck as the new baseball coach, and you can follow me on Twitter at Real Coach K for much of this breaking news that I know you're into. I have to hold it sometimes, but then when he got hired, like him leaving Heights, I had to hold it. Then when he got hired at John I, I no, I couldn't hold it anymore. I had to release the news. Yeah, you, you, what you're doing it with John I. Leonard's baseball coach and what Adam Sheffield did it's with Aaron Rodgers, very similar. Yes. Very similar. At platform. Real Coach K, yeah. at Adam Schefter. Yeah. It's the same, same Pre- Identical significance. If, same uh, followers. If you ask me. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no doubt about it. Absolutely.